Hello, and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up? A mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Chris. And I'm James. And the first question I want to ask is, James, how are you holding up? I'm holding up. Yeah? I'm holding up. How, how's your I, week been going? Uh, you know, like right in the middle of Black Hawk Down, when they were in the middle of the battle, or or maybe let's go back to Nam. Like right in the middle of Nam, that's about where I am right now. So I'm going to stop you right there, and we are actually... We're going to get started real quick by letting you all know, yes, this is not Lindsay this week. We have oh, ourselves yeah. a special co-host this week. No, it's still Lindsay. This is me now. <laughs> this is Lindsay now. She's she's a deep-voiced man. Uh, this is James. Uh, he is uh, a co-worker of mine Boy. in the industry that we do not talk about. Indeed. And also, he is a professional in his own field. Yes. Uh, and James suffers from a little bit of anxiety. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, yeah, oh, by the way, thank you for letting me come in. Oh. I appreciate it. Thank you for being here. Yeah, and Lindsay, I'm sure, is out there doing, like, uh, human Mad Max type of stuff. Oh, or yeah. whatever she does. Yeah, yeah, of course, I'm sure. She's out there probably, like, having a sword fight right now somewhere. Yeah, that, that seems accurate. <laughs> So I'm here. I'm here to fill in. You are here. So tell me first off, um, when, well, first off, who are you? Uh, my name is James. <laughs> That's a good start. It's a real good start. <laughs> my name is James. Um, I am a, an actor, a writer, and a producer. Been out in LA for, uh, since 2010, so quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and as of recently, uh, writing and producing has really taken off. Things are going really well. But uh, while that's being said, it's caused a shit ton of anxiety. Mm -hmm. A ton of anxiety. Um, so how long have you been um, afflicted with anxiety? I'd say probably since I was about 12 or 13. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. How did that start for you? Um, you know, I suffer from a lot of uh, like imposter syndrome where I kind of feel like the things that I'm doing... I'm, you know, yeah, I, I'm, I'm living in someone else's skin, or maybe I feel a lot of times like I'm not supposed to be where I am. Yeah, there's a lot of that, in, yeah. especially in the industries that you and I are both in. Like, yeah. it, there's so much of that kind of imposter syndrome. Absolutely. Where we, we, we finally get, like, some sort of success in our life, and immediately we're like, okay, how did I fucking look into this? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> what, yeah, yeah. What in my life went yes. right yeah. That I could actually say, oh, shit, I did something good. Absolutely. And I think, well, and that leads me into, so basically, I'll just tell you what's going on recently. Mm -hmm. um, I've been writing this project for about mm -hmm. two years, as you know very well, but I, the audience doesn't. Yes. I've been writing this project for about two years. Uh, about a year ago, I pitched it to some investors. Mm -hmm. They said yes, made my dreams come true, my head's exploding, fireworks are going off. Ever since then, it has been this elevator going straight up. Things are getting crazy. Every single day, things happen that are that are mind-blowingly good. Yep. And it seems to give me more anxiety than I know what to do with whenever all this good shit happens. And I, I don't. I mean, I, I know, <laughs> I know that sounds so like, oh, boohoo, you know? Oh no, yeah. Never in this podcast does yeah. it sound boohoo because yeah. we are we are all about like whatever you are going through. That's your shit. Man. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got their good, shit. Good. So for this one, like, 
We're going to talk particularly about this kind of professional level of anxiety, where a lot of it that comes to fruition is going to be stuff that you think should make you feel great. Right. You think right. that you should be feeling on top of the fucking world. Right. And what happens? You don't. You don't. <laughs> you, you feel like absolute garbage, <laughs> yes. or you feel like everything that you're standing on is just going to collapse underneath you. Yep. And so, so, so that is like this kind of professional anxiety. So how does it manifest in particular for you? In particular, it mainly just... I mean, I start to shut down. That's mm -hmm. the first thing that I do is just begin to completely shut down. Mm -hmm. I've got to go, like, close my eyes and lie down for a while and think about everything, you know? <laughs> I think I just get very, very overwhelmed. And like I said, even it's the good stuff, oh, but I'm course. very overwhelmed. And also, it's this terrifying thought of what if I don't know what I'm doing? What if now I go on and fuck this up now mm -hmm. that all this good stuff is happening? It's sort of like... All this good stuff is happening, but in the back of my head, it could all go away any second. Like, it always does out in this town, mm -hmm. you know? Sure. And so it's almost, yeah, it manifests itself in a lot of ways, but mainly just shutting down. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of just basically needing to sit alone in a dark room and just just, just like, basically like dissociate process, yourself yes. and just like remove yourself yeah. from all these things yeah. going on yeah so so here's here's where kind of because i i find myself in similar situations mm -hmm. where as soon as something is going good for me i'm immediately like how okay somebody above me fucked up right, <laughs> they, right. They, they gave me this position or they gave right. me this task right and i have to sit there and go yeah no i'm capable sure i'm the guy yeah I'm, yeah i'm the one who can definitely yeah. make this happen i totally trust myself that much yeah so so when it happens for me though i always find myself either like really digging myself in mm -hmm. where i'll be like i'm gonna i'm my life is only this work. Yeah. There is nothing else that exists for me. Yep. The outside world can fuck off for a few days because yeah. I'm going to be neck deep in this. Yes. And I try to, like, prove to myself that I can do it. Yeah. Do you, do you try to prove to yourself? Absolutely. And it's, yeah. And, you know, like, uh, for instance, like, this whole thing that I told you about, this mm -hmm. project, recently... It got down to the point where we had like six episodes written. Mm -hmm. We need ten. Yeah. And it this meeting happened, and all of a sudden we needed the last four episodes like yesterday. Oh God. So we spent my co-writer Nick and I. So I'm saying we. Mm -hmm. We spent two weeks every single day because I had a trip to New Orleans with yes, the in-laws coming up. Mm -hmm. Every single day we spent writing, uh, just like hammering out the script. It's a good script. But also it was, I missed anything that came up. I said, no, you know, my wife at home, I, she was definitely patient in dealing with me, like basically just not being there. You know, I'm not going to be here. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so that all led up to, we almost got it done. We're like halfway through episode 10 now. We're almost there. But we did do it, but I didn't realize how much I had run myself into the ground so we immediately hop on a flight after I finish the 65,000th word of this <laughs> script. I went and hopped on a plane to New Orleans to go spend time with my parents and my wife's parents in the same trip for a week. And <laughs> then I got back home. I had to go directly back to our very secret job that yep. you and I work for yep. seven hours a day and go back to finishing the script. And I feel like... 
I'm <laughs> I'm going crazy. You are you are the most manic I've probably ever seen you. It's 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 genuinely kind of amazing cuz like usually you, you you get a little bit of like mania going yeah. for you. But like on on the average you're like, yeah, I'm fucking James, I'm fucking <laughs> But I can chill. Yeah. You are in a state right now of like, there is no chill. Dude, I, I told myself I was just going to come here today and let loose like it was therapy. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. That's exactly what you <laughs> yeah. should be doing because that's that's honestly like, this is this is as open and honest as we kind of hope everybody yeah. can get to. Right, right. Like, you, you are well aware. The whole yeah. podcast message is... We got to break down that stigma. Right. We got to make sure that people can talk yeah, about man. this shit. Everybody's human. We all freak out. As cool as you want to be, mm-hmm. as cool as you are, you still freak out. I mean, mm-hmm. and now I'm in this situation where I'm on the phone every day with people who are giants, mm-hmm. who I'm terrified of, but also I have to act like I'm not because I'm cool, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it's like this whole rigmarole. Of every day, I just go to bed and like just like <laughs> shake, you know, just like oh god, I'm in Vietnam. But <laughs> so, so here's here's something that that uh, I'm curious about because with with professional anxiety, there usually is some sort of source or you know thing like that. But does do you feel this kind of anxiety in your personal life as well? No, no, not really. As far as personal relationships, um, you know, I have become way more antisocial and way more introverted the older I get. Like, it's, it's, I wouldn't call myself anywhere near an introvert or anywhere near an antisocial person, but definitely more than I used to be. I bartended for years and I used to be Mr., you know, meet everybody in the world and become friends. These days, it's like, I just want to be in the back of this Uber and don't you fucking talk to me. You know, like, that's more where I've come from. You, know? you get you get five stars if you don't turn around and say shit to me. Yes, dude. Yeah. 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 And so it's interesting, but I don't necessarily feel anxiety personally for things so much. I mean, I don't necessarily care too much about what people think about me as you know you know yeah, and that's fair i'm pretty confident in that but uh but that being said i went through you know professional and personal they kind of merged together a lot of times and my professional life the anxieties come from mm-hmm. i used to not be a very productive person i used to be kind of a lazy piece of shit back in the day who just liked to do drugs all day and blah, blah, blah. Which we will have that yeah, episode. Yeah, we will have that episode. I will tell you all about those days. But uh, nowadays, being Mr. Trying to be the most productive person I can, I think that's where this imposter syndrome comes from. Like, who do you think you are working yeah. all day? You yeah. know, like, get back and play those video games like you know how to do. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I feel you 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of funny, too, because, like... Um, I, I find myself in that same boat of I used to be way more extroverted than I I am lately. Right. And uh, it's it's kind of weird because especially because like I I feel like I'm the most introverted extrovert I could possibly <laughs> yeah, be. Yeah. Where I I went to a party just a few days ago, and I became. I, I became the guy sitting in the corner. Yeah. Because I was I didn't know like I would say ninety percent of the or ninety-five percent of the right. people at the party. Right. And I didn't feel up to <sighs> making that effort. <sighs> I hear you. Which which can be interesting because like there's a lot of potential like For positivity sure. that can come from Absolutely. from putting yourself out there. Yeah. Especially in the industries that we work in. Mm-hmm. Like that that's 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 how you make your living. That's how I did it. Yeah. You, yeah. You make your friends, you make those yep. friends people who 
can equally help you. Yeah. And you can help them. Yeah. So you finding finding yourself in this new form of anxiety, it manifesting in you like going to bed shaking at night yeah. and like and <laughs> yeah. just completely withdrawing. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, overall, your your mental state, would you say kind of in a nice whirlwind of just like emotion or uh, yeah or, or or do you become just a flat line i become no it's a whirlwind it's overwhelming that's the thing it's like a i'm in a, a glass case of, of emotion, emotion. <laughs> yeah that's the thing it's the best metaphor i can use is like i feel like this this ball of good is chasing me, mm-hmm. and I'm just scared. <laughs> I'm just scared that whenever it hits me, it's going to hurt me, but if I just let it hit me, does that make any sense? It makes perfect sense. <laughs> okay. like, no, okay. it, it's being chased by something that you know will be beneficial, yeah. Yeah. but the fact of the matter is you either feel like you don't deserve that kind of goodness, right? That's the, yeah. or yes. or that kind of goodness will only be there for so long, yeah. and the fear of losing it once it's yep. there, yep. yeah, no, yeah, I get it thing. completely. And then, of course, another angle of professional anxiety, I believe, is of course there's a lot of times where... You achieve that goal that you thought was impossible, and you almost get, uh, I compare it to like, well, I wouldn't compare it to, but I can only say it's like a postpartum Mm. type of feeling. Oh, that's interesting. Where you get the thing you want, and now you sort of feel like either it wasn't quite what you expected, or for some reason it didn't fulfill you like you thought it would, Mm -hmm. which is, it's not always bad. I mean, whatever, you know, keep moving, keep moving on. Go for that next goal that's going to, you know, make you miserable like that. Absolutely. <laughs> Whenever you right. achieve it. You know, for sure. Never stop doing that. But, yeah, maybe that's something to kind of watch out for. I, I do think that sometimes you find yourself being a little underwhelmed by your achievements. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah, that's totally fine. If yeah. you if you finally achieve something that you've been striving for for so long mm-hmm. and it's not what you expected... There is a letdown. Yeah, like, for sure. You can absolutely... Like, man, that was supposed to be fireworks. Yeah. yeah. This was supposed to feel like the greatest feeling in the world. <laughs> yeah. and we, we talked about disappointment a few weeks ago, and it was kind of... That's funny. We should have probably gone over that part of, yeah. like, th- there's always... Disappointment can manifest in different ways. And right. usually when it manifests in a way that you would consider to be a letdown of a good thing. Yeah. That's a weird kind of depression spiral it's, that you can also go down. Yeah, it's crazy. Or anxiety spiral, as yeah. the case may be. Yeah, <laughs> anxiety spiral. It is. It's funny because, like, like Entourage, for instance. Sure. Like, Vinny would be at a pool and he gets a call from his agent and it's like, yo, man, you just got a million dollars, blah, blah. When in reality, it's probably like, you got to step away from your job at wherever you are to be like, I got this phone call. And then mm-hmm. it's like this whole process and, you know, and then you finally get the thing, but it's not like it is. And you know, it's not like... that's funny, too, because like when you're in the entertainment industry for, for a lot of our audience up, I mean, it's we're spread out a little bit all over yeah, the world. Yeah. But uh, a lot of folks that we know are in the entertainment industry or the artistic industry. Yeah. And a lot of that kind of comes down to you're all you're all doing your hustle right like you are trying to not only like get ahead of where you are in your professional goals where you want to be in that industry that is so incredibly fucking difficult yeah. to get into yeah but you have to also maintain your standard yep. you have to be able to pay your rent you right. got to be able to pay your bills you got to right. be able to pay off your loans or whatever it is that's going on in your life 
financial crises can mm-hmm. be fucking terrifying. Absolutely. So when you finally get somewhere where your professional life, the actual profession that you want to be in, not your nine to fiver or your, you know, part time whatever, mm-hmm. when your actual calling is there in front of your face right. and you can take a minute and just go, is this really what I want? Yeah. Is this the shit it's, that it's I'm, time to, this, is this the time yeah. that I need? Is yeah. this, is this the area that I should be like, we got that's one actually, life. <laughs> yeah. That's actually an interesting point that you bring up. I mean, that's very true. You know, I started out as an, as an actor. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> I think that was a thought was, Hey, we're going to fund this project that you've been writing and that was a big, I think there was that little voice in the back of my head is like, but I want to be an actor, you know, and it's like, so it's like this, it's so, you know, and it just sounds, again, you, like you said, you don't shame people for anything, of course, but it mm-hmm. does, it sounds so like, uh, uh, not a problem, but, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, but, cre- but like you were saying, I think creative professions are very interesting whenever it comes to uh the the mental health ramifications they can have because mm-hmm. when you come out here or to new york or wherever it, the meccas of entertainment you know sure. or anything creative when you're doing anything creative as a venture as a money making you know gonna yeah. be your career one day <clears throat> you have to have your left side of your brain and your right side of your brain working equally as hard yes yeah and then a lot of it is just up to you sometimes you have no feedback sometimes you're just putting things into the ether sphere and hoping <laughs> that that is what is good you know and yeah. i mean it's it's you're not listening to someone up high demanding you whatever to do you got to do it all on your own and sell it you yeah. know that is and i think it, it requires a very strong constitution <laughs> it's funny because i mean yeah it's 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 absolutely in the entertainment the artistic yeah. every creative field it's equally so in other professions, right? Depending on circumstances, but um, I think I think one of the more interesting things that that can come from this kind of level of like, there's so much good coming my way. Oh my god, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you you hit that point where it's like, how how can you accept? the goodness coming your way. Right. How can you how can you sit there and go, I deserve this. This is something good for me. Yeah. This is this is where I want to be without mm. freaking out about it. So like let's let's talk let's talk into um what are the steps you're taking to kind of combat these feelings? So I think the number one way to combat <clears throat> like imposter syndrome, whatever, let's say let's say you feel like you're not supposed to be there. You're you're an imposter. Well, make yourself that person. Make yourself the person that does deserve these things. Mm-hmm. Like I always tell people, you know, again, former addict here speaking, and mm-hmm. I always tell people if you're ever going through an addiction or if you're ever going through anything, the very first thing to do is wake up one morning as early as you can and make up your bed. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it's incredible what it can start. Make up your bed. Seriously, like brush your teeth and shower every day at a certain time, mm-hmm. get, you know, have coffee, have those times in the day where you can just be creative. Start making yourself into something that you would want to be. And that's, you know, all I do right now is just now I've gotten to the point where the past few years I've just gotten used to just working as hard as I possibly can, keeping my wife happy, keeping mm-hmm. the house clean, keeping yep. the bed made. You know, it's really important and it's, you can keep yourself sane if you 
the whole thing is control, right? Yeah. Like you lose control and you have to regain control of your situation. If you can control your household and your own self, yeah. you have way more control over the things that are going to happen around you. It's that's that's completely true. It it's kind of a combination of not only are you doing things that are routine. Right. So it's a safety net of just, okay, so at eight o'clock in the morning, I am going to make my bed. I'm yeah. going to go brush my teeth. Yeah. I'm going to go make breakfast. I'm going to drink orange juice. I'm going to hate it because yeah. I drank orange juice after brushing my teeth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that is gross. <laughs> you're going yeah, to have that moment where like you, you, you try so hard to, to manifest some sort of Sanity, yeah, because the rest of your life can get thrown into chaos so easily. So easily, so and people can read that off of you. Oh like God, when you yeah. go into a meeting, people know that guy has his life together. Mm-hmm. They can read it off of you. you yeah, know, and you things subconsciously. Yeah, we've we've discussed this on previous episodes where like the moment that you start realizing your your mental health is kind of declining. Mm-hmm. Um, for for Lindsay and I, we both noticed that our environments will become completely cluttered. Yeah. Like we, oh, yeah. My car yeah. My car usually is the worst of it. Like, my yeah. car just gets filled up with shit. Yep. Or I just don't... I'm like, I'll take I'll take care of that later. Yeah. Or I'll take care of that tomorrow. Or, you know, I, I have my office, which you are, are witnessing, is now <laughs> in a current state of it's minor like disarray. It's like your brain. Yeah. It's my brain. My brain is just a minor state of disarray where this there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on our, on our audio podcast, uh, my, yeah. I'm, I'm letting you know about our, our the visual state of my room. So, yeah, the, those definitely. kind of things like they they add up. So if yeah. you can actually set yourself down and go, all right, tomorrow morning, no matter how tired I am, no matter how shitty I feel, I'm getting up. I'm going to take care of business. Yeah, that's yep. an, honestly it is a great first step. It really is for, I mean, for combating those kind of feelings. Yeah, and of course for me, going to the gym is a mm-hmm. big one. You yep. know, and I, 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 I started. I started working out when I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Played football. Yep. You know, uh, I did not MMA for years, road bulls, all that stuff. And then when I got out here, and after you know, I filmed a movie for Netflix that War Pigs film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after that, acting wasn't going so well, and the and drugs and the alcohol, and the blah 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 blah. Yep. I was out of the gym for two years, and I would say that's a huge part of where I hit rock bottom was because I wasn't working out anymore. You know, yeah. when you don't work out, you don't have to. You don't have to. I don't. I just stopped caring. You know, and. Yeah, yeah, that and, sounds familiar. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. Well, it happens, and so whenever I finally decided, to, like I told you, make myself into the person I wanted to be, that was one of the first steps, was get back into the gym. It, you know? it, it's kind of, it, it's an interesting point that you bring up about, like, being the person that you want to be. Yeah. Because a lot of times when, when the depression hits real hard and you feel yourself sinking like that, I, I always find myself going, yeah, there's a person I want to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not that guy, though. And, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of having to combat myself right. on a regular basis oh, of yeah. just going, yeah, I want to be that guy. I'm not that guy, though. Yeah. And, and that always kind of is the biggest roadblock yeah. in my in my 
like quest to better myself. Yeah. Is is this denial yeah. that that person even exists? Oh, it takes some serious bullshitting. Oh God, yes. you got to bullshit yourself. You got to. Yep. You have to believe your own bullshit. You got to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fake it till you make it yep. is is great. That's, I've learned it in AA, and I've been using it ever <laughs> since. <laughs> Court ordered AA for this guy. Taught me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Yep. That's hey. Yeah. It's whatever gets by. Like, like, yeah. we, we, we have these, so many of these, like, hang-ups of, like, there's only one way to do things, and there's only one right way of getting through this, and everything else can be damn. Guys, everybody listening, there is no one right there's way. There's no one right way. Whatever gets you out of bed in the morning, yeah. whatever gets you up, whatever yeah. makes you brush your teeth, whatever makes you take a shower, yep. whatever excuse you can manifest, trust me. It will do. Yes. <laughs> In a pinch. Even if it's, I, man, I mean, if it's just to go to the store or just to go for a drive or I, just to do, just start, like you said, start making reasons for you to get up, mm -hmm. get going, you know, and if you're creative, I mean, ultimately start working on being creative again. You make know, your art. Yeah, make your art. I mean, some of the best art comes out of depression, for mm, sure. I mean, sure. by far. And it's hard to do, but it's that thing of if you just force yourself to sit down with it, something will come out. It's whatever you find can can help you kind of get out of that slump, you know? It's, mm -hmm. it's just any steps. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess we should get back to professional anxiety because I guess, uh, I mean, I, I look, I don't know much about other realms of professional anxiety like outside of the entertainment industry sure, I, don't know. I don't know much about it. i mean I'm, I'm i'm sure being a wall street guy is heavily heavily stressful of i'm course. sure it and is that's why those ceos all like uh you know we <laughs> like to like be spanked and stuff at night <laughs> it's because they're like they need some they need or you know yeah everybody but, uh, everybody's got their thing man. everybody's got their thing and everybody's got ways to deal with stuff um so yeah this is coming more from the creative yeah so i mean in all honesty like th this is a conversation right here we yeah. neither of us are professionals other than the fields that we are in yeah but what we are discussing here and what ultimately is going to kind of come out of this is whatever is out there for you the listener there's there's going to be something and it's going to probably freak you out if mm -hmm. you get close enough to it yeah but what you can take from that is that Again, it's not going to last forever. Right. You're going to be able to take some steps to just go, hey, this is affecting me in a way that I can't control right now. Right. So I'm going to take control of everything else in my life that I can take Amen. control of. Yep. So from there, I mean, we're coming up on the end of this episode. So, I mean, what would you say for 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 somebody out there who's maybe having like a super freak out right now? They, mm -hmm. They're listening to this episode going... Oh my God, everything he's saying, I just fucking feel it. Oh my God, yeah. I feel it in my bones. What do you got to say to them? Okay, well, if you're going through the same thing I'm going through, what I've been telling myself is what I did got me here. My actions, everything that I've been, my decisions that I've been making got me to this point of good, good stuff. Mm -hmm. So I figure if I can just keep that same momentum, keep the same energy... Keep doing what you're doing. Keep making those good decisions. 
keep at it and it's 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 all real it's not all fake and it's not gonna go away you know real things real deals real professional achievements are real it's they, not a mistake it's not a mistake you know these yeah. people you got to trust the people who you're dealing with they know they know whether or not they can trust you and if they don't they won't you know but they if they are accept that trust and accept the responsibility and take it very seriously and keep doing what you're doing. Keep making good decisions and don't get overwhelmed. Be cool. <laughs> be cool, man. Ultimately, be cool, man. Be cool, man. That's all you got to do. Anything you want to plug before we get going on our end? Sure. I'll plug, uh, first of all, I've been talking about my wife. Her name is Shelby Scott. Yeah. Scare you to sleep. Oh, we are we are lovers of scaring you to sleep on this podcast. It is. It is hitting. I'm so proud of her. It's hitting huge numbers. Or it doesn't matter, but you know, I'm it's, proud of her. It's doing great. It's doing really it well. It's doing really well. And we're so proud of her over here, too. She yeah. has been nothing but a huge support for us and yeah. everything. So we got nothing but love. And I got a new little show that I guess I could finally talk about. Oh, yeah. Film History, The History of Film. <laughs> great title <laughs> yeah it's uh it's uh my my the producer of the project i've been talking about he is mm -hmm. a podcaster as well you can catch him his name is devin muller sailor dev he's over at dash radio nice. and he and i are doing a podcast together out of kodiak films called film history history of film and it's all about um film history every all about just hollywood tales you know the history of how scores got started how trailers became a thing, etc. We got four episodes up on iTunes right now as of this episode, as Sweet. of this recording. So. Well, there'll be a link in the show notes for that, absolutely. Nice. So, uh, in wrapping up, obviously, uh, do you have any social media you want people to follow or anything? Nah. Well, we do. So, <laughs> follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Like our Facebook page, and if you want to send us something directly, go ahead and email mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com. Yeah. I guess I guess at Jimmy Deloy uh, on Instagram. There go ahead. Go. Yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Take a look at this mug. I just put pictures of my butt. That's all. <laughs> that's that's gonna be an interesting Instagram. <laughs> but uh, this was great. That was only thirty minutes. Yeah, man. I'm gonna come back. I'm coming back to do this again for we're, sure. We're definitely gonna have James back uh, for a discussion on his uh, addiction yeah. that he had gone through. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be coming in the weeks to come. So, but uh, hey, guys. I'm interrupting the end of the podcast real quick because I forgot to mention that I'm going to be taking part in the Extra Life Marathon this upcoming weekend, November 3rd and 4th, raising money for Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. This will be my sixth year in a row doing this, and I'd really appreciate your guys' support. So if you want to tune in, give us a shout out, or even donate to the cause, it would be absolutely amazing, first off. And second off, links are going to be in the show notes. So if you can join us, that'd be great. Otherwise, thanks so much for listening. As always... Don't, Don't tell, tell us, us to just, just get over it. it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>